who come to this happy place, welcome. I'm Brooks. I'm Kelsey, and together we are Walkers Walkers on on Main Street. Street. A Disney podcasting couple hoping to bring a little magic to wherever you're listening from. We hope you'll join us as we leave the world of today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. back like the summer heat good gracious it has gotten hot (laughs) we love a disney park but it takes some extra convincing to go during this florida heat um of course in georgia we live in the what they call the armpit of the south so yeah we get all the humidity of a coastal town without the water or the coastal breeze And we would say that on the one day that it rains here in what was supposed to happen a week ago. We, um, you know, were expecting rain for a week. And then, of course, today the sky falls out and it will rain for several days before it stops. Yeah. And I was supposed to cut the grass this past weekend. Did not. (laughs) And looks like it's going to be a while before I cut the grass again. There'll be no need to go on the safari jungle trek because we'll have one in our backyard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or no need to go on the Cali River Rapids because we're just going to get wet walking to the car. <laughs> so Disney Plus, one of the things we love so much about Disney Plus is the behind the scenes content that Disney has released never before seen, whether it be behind the scenes of the making of Frozen, behind the scenes of actual Animal Kingdom, and um, the Safari and getting to know those characters. But let's talk a little bit about the latest thing that they announced today, Brooks. So yeah, they announced on Instagram today on the Disney Plus Instagram page that starting in July, they're going to be coming with a new show called Behind the Attraction. So it reads, for your entertainment, remain seated and keep your hands, feet, arms, and legs on the couch. Behind the Attraction from executive producers Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Brian Volkwies is streaming July 16th, which is two days before my birthday. (laughs) And it has the tagline, the famous Disney parks attractions you know, the true stories you don't know. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to hear a little bit more about this. And some of the attractions that it looks like that they have on here that makes me extremely excited. I mean, We've not made it a secret. Um, I'm not a big fan of a It's a Small World ride, but the little bit I've heard about the attraction, I am super excited by hearing more about it. But also they have the Jungle Cruise on here. They have the Monorail. Uh, looks like they have the Contemporary in there, uh, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and then just... I'm excited to learn about everything, everything. <laughs> so um, just keep in mind that that's coming out July 16th. It was one of the things that was announced today on Instagram. And Brooks and I have this thing where when things come out, we tend to get like really excited and screenshot them to each other. 
when I saw this today, I knew we were going to be recording and I purposely did not screenshot it to Brooks so that we could have a discussion about it on this podcast. Yeah. So coming July 16th on Disney Plus, Disney Plus is not a sponsor, but if you'd like to be a sponsor, we would gladly take payment in annual passes, DVC points, or even a Club 33 membership. We are not that picky. <laughs> So, um, for today's episode, we came up with the idea of doing a top five. We've kind of stuck with the theme that our first episode of um, each month is going to be a top of something, whether that be a top 10, top five, top three, and varying different topics. But for this week, we've decided that we are going to dive into the top five things we choose to pack in our park bags. So we definitely bring a bag with us into the parks that carry various things. Um, and we've experimented with different bags throughout our trips. Um, we first started out with kind of a basic backpack, which was, I mean, it was fine, but kind of bulky. At one point, I, we even had a Disney-themed backpack. It was a Nixon um, Disney backpack, and it looked awesome it still looks awesome but it was very cumbersome um so the bag that we actually use now is a briv t runner bag that can also double as a camera bag it has a pouch at the bottom that you can fold up that can if you carry a dslr camera um or any camera equipment or electronics anything like that it can protect it but you also have the top part for various things they bring and that has and it's not huge and that has been our go-to park bag and one of the things that we've realized in the various bags that we've been through is that a compact book bag whereas it serves the purpose to carry the items that you of course don't want to lug around in your pocket or you can't lug around in your pocket is uh, more compact is better because when you get on these rides you have to either put them in in the floorboards, below your feet, under your legs, or hold them in your lap. And you want to be able to um, have something that doesn't keep you from experiencing the full ride itself. Yeah, we've had many a ride picture that has been ruined because we are bear hugging either a backpack or various things that we have purchased and we've carried around. Uh, we had this one picture that literally I was palming a um, popcorn bucket on Space <laughs> Mountain. And if I could find that picture, that is pretty hilarious. <laughs> All right. So what we've decided to do for this is Brooks has written a list of his top five. I've written a list of my top five. I would not be surprised if some of our top five are exactly the same because we travel together in the parks. My dog is, you know, scratching herself right now. Which which is fine. This is real life, babe. <laughs> anyway, so back to Brooks is hiding his list like I it's some kind of secret. Yeah, I don't want you to stare and cheat off of me. Okay, so we're not ranking these. We are just saying these are the five things. If we had to choose five things that we would say... Hey, you might want to have this in your park bag because it's going to help. I have ranked mine, but 
Okay, I'll, I'll throw the ranking out the window. All right, Brooks, why don't you start off for us? Um, so, what I, one thing I have on here that I say that it's good to bring, uh, especially since the last couple of times we have gone has been during COVID, um, and it's been a real lifesaver, and it's always a good, I feel like it's one thing that has come, come out with all this is keeping your hands clean, so hand sanitizer. Um, you, you never know, like you may, even though Disney does an amazing job keeping the parks spectacularly clean, um, just sometimes you may brush up against like a trash can or something, just feel like you need to wash your hands and well, and there's so many quick service snack options. Mm -hmm. There's so many different um, seating areas that other people come in contact with. But it's always good to just have that um, in your pocket or a, in your bag so that when you do sit down to grab that Dole Whip or that, um, you know, popcorn, that you can just whip out the hand sanitizer and not have to look for the nearest restroom. And if you have hand sanitizer, try to make it Disney themed. I mean, it's always... Disney themed everything. <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey, what is your not ranked th fifth pick? So, one of mine is a refillable water bottle. This is one thing that Brooks and I have searched high and low for just the right water bottle. At first, we carried two water bottles, realized that it really weighed our bag down, was not the best option. Yes, and then did. we have now... Um, gotten a water bottle we like an insulated water bottle we like something without a straw so something that has an open top once you unscrew it and we tend to keep this and fill it up with us before we go into the park however when you're in these long lines especially when you were masked during covid it helps to be able to fill it up at the nearest water fountain and have something to drink without having to spend um six to seven dollars every time you turn around for a um, drink or beverage. And one of the um, helpful tips that I will tell you about a water bottle is um, you don't have to even wait to find a water fountain. If you go to any of the quick service or any of the walk-up windows for drinks, um, they are for food. They will have ice water that they will give you for free. If you, um, what Brooks and I typically do is I'll get my own ice water. Brooks will get his own ice water and then we'll pour them into our insulated water bottle. So we have cold ice water in our water bottle at all times, which really is helpful for us. And cause also one thing, a lot of the water fountains in Disney are not the coldest, um, we have found some that are ice cold. We may make a list of that at the top top five best water fountains at Disney at one point. Um, but if you have the ice in there, you have it isolate, you have it insulated. It can stay cold for a lot longer. So, Kelsey, what is your not ranked fourth pick? Well, I just gave my fifth. You have to give your fourth. Well, we usually alternate, but okay. Uh, so my not ranked fourth is sunscreen um i don't know if you've seen in the pictures but i am a redhead a ginger if you will uh proud of it but the sun is my mortal enemy uh i could be out there in 10 minutes and turn lobster red and really don't want to deal with skin cancer later on so sunscreen definitely in the hot summer months in florida 
especially if you're in Toy Story Land, because there is no shade in Toy Story Land. Uh, sunscreen is definitely a must. So I have sunscreen on my list as well. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that would be my number four. Partially, not because I worry about the sun so much for myself. I do get sunburnt. However, I'm not like, you know, a magnet to it. <laughs> um, so I tend to just make sure we have it packed in our bags and make sure that it's something that Brooks has very easy access to. One of the suggestions I would make about sunscreen in the parks Rub-on sunscreen is going to be your best friend because spray sunscreen, you're so close to other people in the parks, you're going to end up spraying on spraying it on someone, having to find a corner to spray it in. You can't put it on when you're in line, and that tends to be the time that you think about it. So rub-on sunscreen, and even if you have like a lip sunscreen or a little face jar that you can put on your hands and your neck, that's going to be your best option. So, and then... Not in the park, but for after the park, a kind of honorable mention thing. If you do get sunburnt, aloe vera gel kept in the little fridge all day is definitely a lifesaver if you do get burnt. <laughs> so for my number three, unranked, but the third item on my list is definitely a... um a new revelation for me in our recent trips. I've recently became a fan of baseball caps at the um, parks. The reason is I used to be a strictly ears person, used to match my ears to every outfit. I actually bought my first Disney baseball cap a few trips back as a souvenir, wore it to the park one day and realized that it was a lifesaver for me in a lot of ways. Not only did it keep the sun out of my eyes, it helped keep my hair back. It's not something that I had to worry about flying off on the rides because my ponytail held it in place. And it was something that helped absorb I know this sounds gross, but it helped absorb the sweat. So it was like one of those things that kept me cooler because I wasn't drenched in hot, sticky sweat. So if you're a girl, even if you have short hair, I have shorter hair too. Maybe you don't look, you know, like Instagram picture worthy, but you will thank me if you wear a hat in the parks. Um, so I definitely have hat on my list too as I don't know if you made honorable mentions. I made honorable mentions. Of course you did. Um, but my not ranked uh, number three is a poncho. Um, Florida is definitely known for impromptu rain showers, um, especially kind of in the summer months. Uh, even if you go for one day, you can almost guarantee at some point there's going to be a rain shower. Um Definitely, it can ruin a day if you're not prepared for the rain, it catches you, you can't get really out of it in time, and your socks get wet, and just turns a fun day into misery. Actually, I saw a funny meme that there was a downpour, I think, recently at Disney, and a father was just standing there in the middle of the rain, and it said, when you spend $10,000 to bring your family to Disney for a week and you get caught in a monsoon. <laughs> and with that said, one of the cool things um, on our Instagram, you can find us at Walkers on Main Street. We have recently um, been followed by and have begun following a um, 
shop on Instagram called Poncho Ear. This is a really cool thing for those of you who wish to um, wear ears in the parks. Poncho Ear is a poncho that you can wear in the rainstorm that has particular places for your Mickey ears in them so that you can continue to look Instagram worthy while in a rainstorm. <laughs> yeah, poncho and poncho ears. Bring them to the parks. Hmm. Um, so my number two, not ranked. Um, is that joke getting funny yet? I think it is. I think repetition really makes a joke hilarious. It might should even be the title. Yeah, repetition. If I can insert that. Well, I was thinking more like our unranked top five Disney picks. That's right. (laughs) So my number two would be a uh, battery pack. Um, With everyone basically having a camera on their phone nowadays, you want to take the pictures, you want to take videos, you want to get that perfect shot and... Phones aren't what they used to be as termed to batteries. Used to, back in the day, you could, that little um, Neoka, isn't that how you... Neoka, I don't know. uh, The old old brick phone um, used to have that thing that, I'll probably still have one in a drawer somewhere that still has battery power in it. Battery never died on those things. Nowadays, you use your phone for a quarter of a day, if you, especially if you take pictures, and you're done. Um, so a battery pack can be a real lifesaver with that, especially. We don't have kids, but we have been on trips with people that have had kids and uh, or even been in line with people that have had kids. Their kids are playing on their phone. It's a long line. The phone is about to go dead. Kid is starting to get upset parents trying to figure out what to do you pull out that battery pack kid is happy and you've made a friend for life well and one of the cool things um about disney is that and i'd say it's probably a curse and a cool thing is that you can use your phone for almost anything within the parks you can um use your phone to access my disney experience Um, You can use it to order quick service. You can use it to book reservations. You can use it to get in and out of your room. There's different things that you can use your phone for, but in using that, your battery is going to die a lot quicker. Another comment that I would make about that is that we have made many of our friends in a Disney line because they see us with our phones plugged up and they ask us, hey, can we charge our phone on your battery for a quick minute? And of course we let them because, I mean, typically, like Brooke said, their parents um, who don't, who have kids and did not bring one and it's not something that they considered. Third thing that I would say about that is they do have a way for you to buy charging cubes in the parks. They are relatively expensive. I think they're about $30, $33. Yeah, but I think you can actually trade it out for $10 after you make the initial purchase. Uh, Disney might, I could be wrong in this, so if I am, we'll do a redaction or something like that later. But I think Disney may be the only place, at least... It used to be the only place that you could actually exchange them for free after you've purchased them. Um, I don't, but I don't think the exchange would it's ten dollars. I think it's like three after you pay the initial thirty. But with the battery pack, I would say kind of an honor 
honorable mention of mine is bring extra cords. Um, so, and the battery pack that we use is an anchor battery pack, and I paid kind of the few dollars more to get the high capacity, and that thing can charge our charge our phone from dead several times without dying. It can charge my iPad to full a few times, and uh, can also and. It has come in handy sometimes with our MacBook. It can charge a MacBook from dead to like 60%. So, Anchor, not a sponsor, but if you want to, we'll take payment in Disney annual passes. <laughs> so, for me, the uh, next thing that I'm going to say is individually packaged snacks. So, we usually don't carry a lot of food or drinks with us to the park. Like I said, we keep our refillable water bottle. But individually packaged snacks, whether it's granola bar, whether it's... Um... <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted by our cat. O'Malley has decided that he himself is a fan of Lounge Fly and would like to, um, you know, carry a purse. Lounge Fly is not a sponsor, but if you would like to be a sponsor, we would take payment in Disney annual passes. <laughs> so back to individually packaged snacks. Whether it's granola, whether it's a pack of goldfish, anything like that, when you are in line and you are waiting and you do not, again, want to drop money on... A... It, a $10 snack from Disney. Yeah, it comes in handy. Also, the my main reason for adding this to the um, snack bag is most of the time, Brooks and I try to make the most out of our Disney days. We go really early. We try to stay as late as possible. With that being said, if we choose not to eat in the park that night, it seems to be pretty late before we eat dinner. Well, if we have a snack in our bag, we can eat that and it'll hold us off until we get back to the hotel room and eat from the um, restaurant there on our hotel property or whether we stop somewhere at Disney Springs or something like that. And it kind of buys us some time. Um, and if you're like us, we like to get the max rides in that we can as possible. And if you're waiting in a food line or if you are... Um, waiting on a dining reservation, you're wasting that valuable part time that we are, um, you know, accustomed to making the most of. All right. So before we say our not ranked number one, uh, I, I did mention before, I do have a few kind of honorable mentions of stuff that we usually have in the bag that, um, so one thing I have in there, wet wipes, um, again, with cleaning of the hands, uh, the mask that I would generally wear whenever it was COVID that I found was the best was the Zenha performance mask. Zenha, not a sponsor, but if you would like to be, we would take payments and annual passes. Um, that was kind of the most comfortable mask that I found. So if that ever comes back, Zenha makes a good mask. Don't uh, wish that upon us. Uh, sunglasses are good, um, and sometimes we do like to get a little more artsy with our pictures, so we'll bring, uh, Kelsey's DSLR camera, um, so I have that in there as an honorable mention, that's why the backpack that we use now, the Brave T runner bag, is a good bag for that, because it can double as a camera bag with actually protecting the camera, um, but... 
Speaking of cameras, the number one thing that I pack, I make sure that's packed in our bag is the little action camera that we have called the DJI uh, Ismo Pocket 2. DJI not sponsored, but if you'd like to be a sponsor, I would take payment actually in DJI gear with that one. Um, but that camera right there has, I would say, kind of re replaced the need mostly the need of bringing a nicer camera into the park it's lightweight it can fit in your pocket that's why they call it the pocket um they do have several accessories with it but it has a gim it has a three-axis gimbal that you can be on a ride and we'll post some of the ride videos that we've taken with it, it creates a smooth creates a smooth video it takes wonderful video it can take decent pictures um well, and my comment on that would be, we are DJI hands down. However, a really nice compact camera that you is easily accessible that you can pull out and in very easily to capture those quick moments is definitely needed. We love our DSLR and we um, love taking the time to take really nice, good photos. However, it is very cumbersome to pull it out of the bag, put it all together and get it all set up. Whereas the DGI is like just a quick fix for us. So, and I would highly recommend if you're looking for a camera for the parks, definitely look into the DJI. Um, just ever since I, ever since we discovered it, it, this is the second one that we've had. We had the original, and this is the second one that has a zoom on it now. It's just incredible. Can't recommend them enough. <laughs> and my last item is totally different end of the spectrum. The extra hair elastic. Have you seen that recent TikTok where, like, the girl takes the elastic out of her hair and she sets it on the countertop and she sings to it, please don't go. If I come here tomorrow, will you still be here? I okay. So I know all the girls know what I'm talking about. I'm notorious for that. I will use the same hair tie for months on end and it never fails. We're in the park and my hair tie pops or I need an extra one, or I lose it, or it flies off on a ride, and I don't have another one. There's nothing worse than Florida heat with your hair wet on the back of your neck. Make sure you pack an extra hair tie so that you will not be miserable, and that you can pull that hair up when you're tired of looking all cute in your Disney outfit, and you just want to make the best of an awesome day. So that is our top things to bring in bring in the parks. Uh, obviously, number one thing I would say, bring your imagination. <laughs> um, so as Kelsey's drinking from a Disney coffee mug, it's it's so nice to have someone to drink coffee with. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of what we have for you today. Myrtle is ready for us to be done with this. So, you know, until next time. I'm Brooks. I'm Kelsey. And we are Walkers, Walkers on, on Main, Main Street. Street. See you in the parks. Take 5,286. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, let us know. We would love to connect with you on Instagram at Walkers on Main Street. While you're at it, 
screenshot the episode you enjoyed, and post a picture in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us in your post. That way we can show you our appreciation. See you real soon. How are you still here? Good. This is the secret outro from Starbrooks. I just wanted to say again, thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe at wherever you listen your podcast from. Until we meet again, this is Starbrooks signing off.